You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. And it's a huge conversation because it's um, predicated on our exhibiting the fruits of the Spirit. So they say the fruits of the Spirit um, show the nature of God within us. It's um, a manifestation of God's nature. And the gifts of the Spirit is the icing on that cake. The gifts of the Spirit is such a huge conversation. Um, and that is a conversation that I want to open this evening. Um, from the understanding of why we need to covet this gift and how the gifts are meant to work together. Praise God. I'd like us to pray. To receive anything from the Most High God is huge. And a gift is what it is. It's a gift, it's not a reward. His gifts are without repentance. And he gives these gifts liberally and he gives them freely. I want us to pray that God will expose our minds into receiving the gift that is due us. I want us to pray for God to open our minds that peradventure we have been given a gift that we would learn to interact with it as such. I want us to pray this evening that what only he can do is what he would do tonight in Jesus' name. Praise God. Multimedia. It's a bit hot. So who got a Valentine gift? You did. Who from? Three. Three people. Wow. What did you get? Who gave you Agbalima? Who is the person? Oh, okay. Who else got a gift? How did you feel when you got the gift? Why is everybody now looking dodgy? Hey, she's coming my way. Hey, 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 hey. I'm here. Yeah? Who else got? One excited person was saying to me at the back, I got a gift. Where's she now? Don't let me come to you. Okay, so anybody else? Did you get a gift? <gasps> Did you get a gift? You got, your, you got yourself a gift. What did you give yourself? 
a watch. Oh, man. Okay. Did you get a gift? Oh, what did you get? A dress. How did you feel when you got the dress? You've never gotten a vowel gift. Oh, wow. So your first vowel gift. Anybody whose birthday was recent, how did you feel when you got the gifts? How do you feel when you don't get gifts? Sad? Who didn't get a vowel gift? Let's get angry. Guys, put down your hands. Which girl here did not get a vow gift? You didn't? Oh my gosh. So how did you feel? Tell me, express it. How did you feel? Were you mad? You were angry. Like, can you just imagine? What do you have to do in this life, Seth, to get a gift? Somebody tell me. Don't I look beautiful Sunday to Sunday? Oh, sorry. I missed something. Oh, he was looking at you. Okay. Anybody else did not get a gift and is fuming? Nobody. Okay. I got a gift. Yeah. I got a gift. Not because I thought I deserved it, but I got a gift. And... I was extremely excited. And afterwards, I wanted to share my experience with everyone who's sniggering. Yeah. But I've had instances in my life when nobody's given me gifts or nobody's singled me out for anything. And I just felt unloved. Because truth be told, when everyone seems to be excited about something, you know, and you seem to be left out of it, you feel unloved. You feel neglected. You feel useless sometimes, you know, and you actually begin to question things. Yeah. And as we talk about Valentine gifts, birthday gifts, I want us to look at our spiritual gifts almost similarly. Where am I in the scheme of things? Where am I? So many people, I'm going to get to the point where I begin to share on the spiritual gifts, but a gift is what it is, and this gift is from God. This gift is given to us by the Holy Spirit. And so, if you haven't experienced receiving this, any of these spiritual gifts, can you begin to ask yourself some questions? And one of those questions would be, could I have received these gifts? Or could I have, have received one of these gifts, but I'm not even aware? Praise God. So when we're talking about Valentine gift, you were all happy. Now we're talking about spiritual things. 
you are solemn. Mm. So we're opening our Bibles to 2 Corinthians 12. And it's going to be a long read, but I think it's an insightful read. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, I do not want you to be ignorant. And I paused there. What is there to be ignorant about with spiritual gifts? A lot. Because many of us don't even know these gifts. So if I was to say, like she said, that she received Agbalumo. Yeah? In our modern day, you know, do we classify Agbalumo as a gift? You do? Oh, wow. Okay, I, I don't. Call me material. Agbalumo is not a gift. Eshe? Give me cake. It's more of a gift. Emma Fumila Agbalumo. Do you like Agbalumo? Oh, you do? Yeah. You don't like Mediterranean grapes, English pears, uh, right? But depending on where you are, do you understand? For me, in my own books, don't give me a Baluma, please. The same way in some people's books, please, what is a rose? Don't give me flower, please. I can pluck it my, myself. Don't use your money to buy. Thank you. Give me credit. <laughs> Do you see my point? Yeah. But, you know, to some people, you give them a baluma like her, and she's going gaga. She's such a lovely woman. <laughs> to some, you give them flowers, and they're like, oh, my God, flowers. <laughs> I don't know if the Nigerian woman is like that. Is she? Oh, she is. You like flowers? Oh my God, what does it do to you? <laughs> Please tell me. You know, on my birthday morning, my son brought me flowers and he spent 20 pounds buying the flowers. So when I looked, I think he mistakenly forgot the tag on it and I was gonna say, 20 pounds, <laughs> flower, and it's going to shrivel up. <laughs> Why would you do that? So I'm not wired that way, right? So I don't recognize it as being a gift. Do you see my point? If you gave me a balumo as well, I wouldn't recognize it as being a gift. And so in 12.1, it says, don't be ignorant. Meaning, there are times when we receive things and we don't even classify them as being gifts. To know it is to understand it. Praise God. And then it says, Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works in all. 
And then seven importantly says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. And we're going to go back there. Fast forward to 12. It says, for as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. A bit complicated there. And so I'm going to take you back to eight. Where the scripture begins to break down. Um, uncle, it's hot, please. Thank you. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit. Thank you very much. To another, the word of knowledge through the same spirit. And this is us beginning to itemize these gifts. These gifts that neither you nor I can ever work for. These gifts that are given to us because we have been classified bona fide children of the Most High God. He gives us the spirit of the word of knowledge. And this is where we want to start. I'm going to ask for as many people that would like to volunteer what gift it is that they have been given or they have been exhibiting. But then what is word of knowledge? Before I understood it many years ago, it sounded very complicated. But it is, I think, a fundamental experience that most Christians ought to have. I think it's actually one of the basic of all gifts when we give our lives to Christ. Where you know something not because of your intellectual knowledge, not because of your level of education, not because of your smartness, but you know things simply because the Spirit has imparted it. And it goes from trivial, mundane things, like you knowing that it's going to rain today, even though the weather forecast says otherwise. Or you know, for no reason, not because Google has told you, but you know that there is traffic on Third Mainland Bridge. And I call it one of the basic and fundamental gifts after we get to know Christ intimately. Because that is how we live as believers. This is the only logical way that as Christians we can ever live. We are guided by the spirit anyway. We are spirit beings anyway. And so somebody has got to be teaching us different. And this is why the scripture says we are not allowed to be conformed to the standards of this world. But it is by the daily renewal of our minds, setting our hearts and our minds and our thoughts on the things above, the things that debase human reasoning. So the world keeps telling us one thing and keeps insisting that we live by certain standards as women, as men, as young adults. The world wants to conform us to a particular standard. 
But that insight that we have because we are children of the Most High God escalates us to a different level of thinking. So, all of a sudden you seem like you break protocol. Not because you want to, but because that's how you are designed. So I was sharing with someone, I said, for every time, every, every time, and I think I'll share it here. I said, every time I'm on a queue, especially at the airport, maybe I'm more cognizant of it at the airport. But every time I'm on a queue, you know that windy immigration route? Yeah? For some reason, when everybody is going left, I don't know why my body goes right. Do you understand? And right before I turned right, was closed. Do you see my point? But as I am approaching the end of that right, somebody comes to open it up. Do you see where I'm going? Yeah. Oh, you don't see? Come on, guys. Okay. For you don't understand why you do the things that you do, but you have the CIA intimate you and tell you things that nobody else knows. And that is word of knowledge. Why are you doing this business? Because I have been told. It's a gift. It's a gift. And like every gift, do you know how excited the giver of a gift is when, you know, you shriek simply because you have been given Agbalumo. Do you know how it tickled the person who gave her the Agbalumo? But adventure, I was the one who was giving the Agbalumo. The person will never even give me a grapefruit the next day. Do you get my point? But, you know, she saw the Agbalumo and I'm sure she went, Oh my God, thank you! And the other person gets excited. I didn't waste my time. I didn't waste my resources. I didn't waste my energy. Do you understand? I got something back. And tomorrow, I might give you more Agbalumo. Did you get more? Oh, like I knew. See, word of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. And this is how our father gets excited too. When you know that, you know, I knew I didn't, I, I, I knew I couldn't have known, have gotten this information by myself. I was divinely instructed. And I, I, I thank God and I glorify him and I praise his holy name for that help. I remember when I was in, um, I was doing my SS3 exams and um, back in those days, when they give you, when you do your past question, when you answer your past question papers, um, if it is dissect a, a frog, it's usually dissect a frog or the eye, right? Sorry, guys. Okay. I'm the only one in this bracket. Okay. So it was usually dissect the frog or draw the eye for biology practical. Thank you. And so when they give the questions two times consecutively, they change it the next year. So for my year, let me shock you, it was in 1995. <laughs> yeah? It had been dissect the frog. And so everybody, even our biology teachers had said, everybody, please go learn 
the eye and how to draw it. And then I had a dream. And I saw a frog. <laughs> and I told everybody, I said, I saw a frog, guys. Who spoke? I was ignored. But I know what it was that I had seen. And I had confidence in the one who had shown me this picture. And so, I learned every detail of the frog. And during the exam, everyone started looking at me. And I was drawing away. <laughs> you know, I gave the frog lovely boots to wear. And, you know, and I labeled it. And, you know, I was, I was so... Because I had said it, I saw this thing. I was told this thing. I was given information. Do you know how many times information has come to you that God wants you to do something about this situation? He wants you to arm yourself different, but then you do absolutely nothing because you second guess yourself. Unknown to you, you were given the gift of the word of knowledge. And so we're starting from like the basics, the basic gifts that you get. It's custom when you're dating someone to receive a card, correct? It's not? It's custom, oh thank you. What about a WhatsApp message? Very custom. Okay, so let, let's start from there. This is God giving you a WhatsApp. I love you. Bam, take it. And you're doing nothing with it. You're not even appreciative of it. How many times has God told you something? I'm a woman, and so my husband will tell you how many times I say things like, but I told you. Who says that? Pam, I know you do. I told you. If you've got a girlfriend here, doesn't she say, didn't I tell you not to go through a new room? There'll be traffic. Yeah, yeah, you have a girlfriend, right? She told you that. I saw the way you flashed that smile. Yeah. I told you. And I suppose that's how God feels a lot of times. When, you know, you're going round and round and right, and he's saying, I told you this. I told you. I gave you this information. What have you done with it? Is it that you don't even respect me enough to see and hear what it is that I am saying to you? And then the next gift that he lays on top of this is the word of wisdom. And what is wisdom? Oh, wow, it's hot. What is wisdom? I'm very patient. What is wisdom? Thank you. So I'm going to kick off my shoes now. Wisdom is the right application of knowledge. We're constantly hearing God direct us. But I have been in situations where I know the right things to do. I'm armed with the right things to do. So let's not even go into the gifts yet. Let's just talk about 
baseline wisdom. When was the last time you goofed? You knew the right thing to do, but you didn't. Somebody should give me an example. I see somebody saying like every time. <laughs> I'm coming to your corner. Falabi, do you want to share? I was supposed to call someone, but I didn't. Or oh, I called the person much later, and it was too late by that time. Um, okay, so I was supposed to, some money was supposed to be transferred to me. Yeah. <laughs> so I was supposed to remind the person before. Yeah. And you didn't? I didn't. Come on. Yeah. Money. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you had the knowledge that there was money somewhere for you, but you did not apply it correctly into knowing the time to call the person so that the thing will be transferred. Shame. Somebody's got an example? That cannot be you. I trust you. I tr you look the part. <laughs> yeah, talk. So, um, meant to be doing faith pam. But... There was a day that I had I went to SMS house <laughs> and we thought that we were doing fit from but we ended up eating plantain and what <laughs> we, we knew we were meant to eat something else but we we just ended up eating. <laughs> so there were the three of you. Sorry, there were the three of you with the knowledge of your size. Is that what you are saying? I need us to understand it. You are knowledgeable about your size. Right? Eh? Like my size. And then you now got together and did not apply the knowledge of your size into controlling what your appetite required. But just like me, I was saying to someone, I said, I know the consequences of eating a lot of sugar. All right? I'm very knowledgeable. Why am I sweating this much? It's called hypoglycemia. That's the cause of it. Who said, yeah? <laughs> when you have excess sugar in your body and it's becoming, who is the doctor here? Okay, she's at the back. I'm on course, Abby. So I had to Google it. Why am I sweating so much? I'm sweating because I eat too much sugar. Bottom line. But did it stop me today, today, today? So have I correctly applied the knowledge that I know? Do you understand? Yeah. Wisdom is when we're able to correctly apply the knowledge that we have. And trust me, it is not easy to apply knowledge. Yeah. It is actually very and extremely difficult to apply knowledge. You know the things that you ought to do at work, at your job, in your business. 
But the correct application of it is extremely tough. And this is why it is a gift from God. When we're able to correctly apply the knowledge that he has given us. And consequently, we can make wise decisions. We can counsel people wisely. We can live exemplarily. Praise God. Do you know a wise person? I'll repeat. Do you know a wise person? Oh, you know. Praise God. Are you friends with wise people? You three, don't you talk. Do you move with wise people? Are you wise? <laughs> You've got to tell me what has tickled you. Are you wise? <laughs> okay. Sometimes. All right. But the gift of the word of wisdom manifests in your ability to make wise decisions. Not because you just know how to be wise, but you know somehow, I didn't get here because I calculated it. I didn't do the things I did because it was calculated. I didn't just speak the things that I spoke because I knew how to. It is a gift to live wisely. To demonstrate wisdom in decision making, in execution, it is a gift from God. When you make wise decisions, do you go, yeah, I'm just too good, I'm bad? Or are you able to give glory back to God as being the one who enabled you, who gifted you? Do we remember to? I keep going back to when we receive gifts and how demotivating it is for the gifter to be so nonchalant about the gift. You receive a gift and it's like, I, I, I know I'd feel bad if I got a gift and I was, I mean, I gave a gift and the thing sat on a table for two days. Where's the excitement? You've not even opened it, let alone known what was inside, let alone come back to say thank you. Are you cognizant of your gifts? Are you aware of your gifts? But we're going a little deeper. For one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another, the word of knowledge to the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the same spirit. This kind of faith is actually called great faith. The kind of faith that moves mountains. The kind of faith that is not just produced because as a result of um, being Deeply, positively motivated, no. It's a gift that is given to people 
that such that they see obstacles, they see mountains, they actually see physical roadblocks and they believe that they would move. There's a true, true story, an extremely true story of um, a family, um, I think it was north of England. And they had this um, boulder in front of their home. It wasn't there when they bought the home, but for some reason, the government started constructing something in that area. And they had gone to meet all the um, agencies and the parastatals concerned, asking that, you know, they should please take it out, but then they said it was in the plan. And this family stood on faith. They were told to further it with petitions and blah, 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 and they said no that their God was going to do it. It took about three months or four months, and one day they saw a crane come, thinking it was one of those days that they were just going to continue work as usual. But then the crane came, started moving the boulder away, and they started taking all the machines away. And so they came out and said, what, what happened? And they said, yes, indeed it was in the plan, but I don't know what they call the guys who come to mark the areas where work is meant to be done. I'm sorry. Surveyor. And the man had marked the wrong place. And this was in a testament to, you know, standing on God's word, even when it looks as if nothing can change. We're not talking about a place like Nigeria where you say one thing today and it is tomorrow. If it is said it was in the plan in their country, it is in the plan. So for you to stand and not resign to fate is big deal. Do you have that kind of faith? Have you been gifted that kind of faith by God? Where on a certain issue, you are so resolute that God is going to sort you out. Because once again, your inability to recognize that this is God extending a present to you. You discountenance it. You don't see it as a gift that can take you to your next level. Praise God. Hallelujah. As we talk about the gifts, recall that you don't work for these gifts. Recall that there is, it, it, it's a gift that is undeserving but you are given. And this is why some people would dream dreams. And you wonder, you're not all so spiritual. I don't understand. I fasted 40 days in church and nothing happened. And you, you just, after going to the club, you're telling me this and this and this. Recall it's a gift. Are we there? Yeah. What gift? Because sometimes when you think that you deserve it, you don't even recognize it. When you think you're undeserving of it, rather, you don't recognize it. Because you feel that, ah, no, ah, Sister Pat. Yeah. She's the one who goes upstage and she speaks in tongues. And I can't even speak in tongues. How come she's not the one dreaming? What can You don't want a car. Gosh. 
Hey guys, I'm coming to cinemas near you. Yeah. I want God to show me pictures. I want God to tell me things. And I'm going to run you through as we go through the other the gifts. How many more minutes do I have? Thank you. I'm going to share with you um, a time very early in um, my marriage when my husband and I applied for a loan. I cannot even tell you the amount. You will just burst out laughing. I'll tell you, Sha. And if you laugh, God is watching you. It was 50K. You break my heart. God is watching. So it was 50K. Yes, it was 50K. Mock me. <laughs> so we applied to a bank. I'll save my story. <laughs> so it was 50K we applied for. We wrote letter. Oh. And every day, they would tell us, it was a bank in Ikeja. They would tell us, no, it was 60, sorry. They tell us to come bring more documentation. Bring more documentation. And then one of the days, you know, my husband was getting really frustrated. And I then had a dream. And in the dream, they had asked us to bring a tax clearance. Both of us were without work. So, you know, where were we going to get tax clearance from? But anyway, I was shown very vividly in the dream that if I had a tax clearance, you know, the loan would fly, you know, and I just saw that they had stamped it. And so I woke up that day and I said, Dipo, what is left for this loan to fly is tax clearance. And my mother went, hmm? And I said, yeah, tax clearance. And you know, those days you can get anything. Just <laughs> you can get anything. It's not like these days. All right. So we, we both got tax clearance. And we got to the bank. And I kid you not. One hour sitting there, we had been credited 60 huge thousand. Laugh all you like. These were one of the small ways that God showed up. That rather than run around, yeah? Rather than run helter-skelter, being tossed around, I'm gifting you with pictures of what life requires of you for solution to happen. I can't begin to tell you the so many times God has used, and I told you before that this is the most fundamental of all the gifts. God's word of knowledge. For the sake of time, I don't want to run, just run through all the nine. So we're going to stay with the three that we've talked about. When we ask God for help all the time, Father, I need you to reach out and help me, rescue me from this. Do you know how many times God has given you a dream? 
And if you look through the pages of the Bible, you'd see that when the prophets of old and the kings of old had dreams, they were relentless about finding the, the meaning of those dreams. You hear that they, they called a prophet from a faraway land to come interpret the dream. But we have dreams. God gifts you with pictures of what the future may require. And then we wake up going, mm, uh, mm. thank you, Jesus. Yeah. We don't dig. We don't try to uncover anything. And I can imagine the one who's gifting you this is looking at you and saying, are you not going to do anything about this? I've shared this story time and time again and we're going to go to a season of prayer where I had just done some bad business and I did the bad business and I was flat out broke. And in my broke state, I was asking God, Lord, I need you to help me. And every day, God would show me pictures as in literally daily. And I would see myself doing one activity, a particular activity. But I was still crying to God, help me, I'm broke. So many times we're blind to see how God is delivering us from our challenge. And I'd see myself in this space and the next day, until one day, I went to see Pastor Godman and I said, I have been having this dream concurrently. Help me with an interpretation of it. And my life has not remained the same after that interpretation. God has given you Valentine's gifts. He's given you birthday gifts. He goes even a step further by giving you everyday gifts. They said 10 minutes. Yes. Every day he's giving you gifts. Are you appreciative of these gifts? You're crying. I want a better job. But your dreams are leading you in the direction of business. Lord, I want higher income. And the secret to how you want to get there is right before you. If only you would unwrap this gift. You have been told secret things. Things that can change your family dynamics. But no, you leave it on the kitchen table. This evening, I want you to begin to ponder on the spiritual gifts that you may have been given, but you're not cognizant of. Father, what have you been telling me? What have you been showing me? He's not one to give you a gift and snatch it back. The question now is, what are you doing about what it is that you have received? 
I want us to stand to our feet. It's the spirit. Every one of those gifts that are listed in 1 Corinthians 12, the Bible says that it is given by the Holy Spirit. Can we begin to pray? Lord, don't hide yourself from me. Lord, don't hide yourself from me. I don't want to suffer too long. I don't want to remain in the same spot. Today is the 20th of February 2019. Before we know it, another month is ending. Change my story, Lord. Open my eyes to see the things that you have given me, Lord. Let me hear you more clearly the way you speak, Father. back then they were uneducated guys some of them were fishermen they were picked off the streets and they started rowing with the king of kings and by virtue of association they started speaking in a language that only the educated of those times could speak there's something there's an anointing there's a power that comes when we associate with God there's something that happens that we cannot explain that is why it is spiritual that when you are with God your intellect improves when you are with God you become charismatic when you're with God, you say things and it's as if you're just dropping wise words. It has nothing to do with your level of education. It has nothing to do with your exposure anymore. I want you to remember that when people came in contact with those guys, what they said was that, is this not so, so, and so? What changed? 
What changed? What changed was that these guys had been gifted with the word of knowledge and they knew how to begin to apply it. That is what changed. What changed is that by association with power, they became powerful. What changed is that those who came in contact with them, all of a sudden, even they came into a light and they came into an understanding. This night, I want you to receive the gifts. I want you to receive the gift that comes by interacting closely with the King of Kings. You will know things. You will see things. You will do things. The Bible says that the world is waiting for the manifestations of the children of God. We are not designed, our DNA is not designed to be ordinary. We have been designed to do amazing things. So how can you say you have not received this gift? Tonight I want us to pray. I refuse to be ordinary. I refuse to be mediocre. I refuse to stay the way I have always stayed. Father, I recognize what you're doing in me and how you're speaking into my ears and I begin to walk accordingly in the name of Jesus. Praise God. In Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus. You see, I want to charge you tonight. If information is available to you by virtue of being a child of God, then what is wrong? It seems like an audacious statement. But if information, you are privy to things that are secret, then what is wrong? What is going on? Are we not seeing certain things or recognizing certain things as a church? Or are we not doing certain things? Or are we not escalating to a level? Because the Bible says that this gift is for one and for all. Are we together? Yes. It is not for one person. It is for the edification of the body. Yeah. We should know. And it's a charge. Before election was shifted, did we know? Come on, guys. Before election date was shifted, did we know? So are we sleeping? What is going to happen this Saturday? We don't know. Who is the next president? Children of God. We don't know. We are going to be informed on Saturday. You see, these are the kind of things that I think about. These are the sorts of things that I think about. And you would be amazed how it translates into your personal lives. Where things happen to us. Where we are, when we are meant to be the catalysts. 
Kalende. What is going on in your life? What is going on in your personal life? What's going on in your relationship? What is going on in your finances? We are the last to know. I want you to get angry in the spirits. I want you to get annoyed in the spirits. We say we are spirit beings. We say that we are spirit beings and life is happening to us. Life is happening to us as children of the Most High God. We are in the heat. We are in the midst of power. We are where power itself resides and we cannot see it. Open my eyes, Lord. Open my eyes, Lord. Open my eyes, Lord. Open my eyes. I want to see. Hey, Kaka, Eremontayaborunda Yikase. Open my eyes, Daddy. I need to see. In Jesus' name. Sometimes you look at, at, at seeing and you see seeing as one of those things that just happen. I don't think you understand that so a lot of times your seeing is instrumental to you not falling into the gully. There are certain things that if you saw, right, you would desist from speaking to certain people. Am I making sense to you? Yeah. There are certain associations that nobody needs to tell you to run away from because you already see the consequences. There are certain places that you will not go because you have already seen that there is danger. I don't want us to see sin as one of those things that if it happens, it happens. I want us to see sin as one of those things that have to happen for us. The Bible says, my people perish. My people are perishing. Because they cannot see. They have no knowledge. They have no vision. What pictures is God painting in you? What is God telling you? If he hasn't told you anything, can you ask him to please talk to you tonight? We're standing on the infallible word of God today. Why are you worried? Why is worry taking the place of communicating with God and expecting a response? Yeah. Why are you depressed? You are depressed and you are serving the living God. Opposite reactions. He says if anyone lacks knowledge, he says you should come to him. And he's the one who gives liberally. He will give you in abundance that thing that you want. That thing that you're pining for. Can we hold hands as we round up? The Bible says that the gift is for the whole body. I want us to stay connected tonight. When Nepa takes light in my house, no socket works. There is no power. But when Nepa brings light, power flows through the sockets and will charge up my phone, charge up every appliance. On account of us holding hands today, we want to charge each other. 
I want you to take the person to your left and to your right to the next level. Nobody is going to live here weak today. Nobody must live here empty today. In Jesus' name, we receive gifts, the gift of knowledge, where the Holy Spirit tells us things. You know things just because you know. You are going to speak tonight. You are going to speak knowledgeably tonight. You are going to speak because you know. And you are confident that you are aligned with the one who knows all things. You are going to begin to take territories tonight. You are going to speak into the person's life to your left and to your right. And you are going to move them to the level where they operate in the supernatural. Speak as those who know their God. Speak as those who know their God. Jesus name I want to pray for someone who doesn't know God hold each other's hands still you can only enjoy these things that we've talked about I told you before that there's no qualification I lied you may be undeserving but there's a qualification and the qualification is that you need to have surrendered your life to Christ. If there be anyone here who has backslid, who used to be hot for God, but you have gone cold, and you want to rededicate your life to Christ because in 2019 you cannot afford to be groping in the dark. I want you with the strength that you have and the knowledge of the gifts that you can receive. I want you. If it's that you want to rededicate your life. Or is that you want to give it for the first time. I want you to just speak to God. That father. I give you my life. I have been captain of my ship. For too long. I want to give it to you. I surrender my all. I surrender all I have. My thoughts. My heart, my mind, my body. I surrender it all to you for use. I call Jesus my Lord and my Savior today. In Jesus' name. If you're any such person, please after service, see any of the ministers and there's a lady at the back in green that will be waiting for you. But our final prayer point tonight is that Father, don't stop speaking to me.
can let go of the hands that we've been holding. Don't stop speaking to me. Don't stop directing me. I want to hear you with the small things and the big things. I want to learn to practice hearing you. I want to hear you in the morning. I want to hear you at night. I want to also learn to be obedient when you speak. It's one thing to hear. It's another thing to implement what it is that you are hearing. I want to say with pride that God speaks to me. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the gifts that you give freely. You gave us Jesus very freely. Lord, we love you and we appreciate you. We revel in your glory tonight. And we thank you for all the ways that you come to rescue us from every bondage that the enemy has roped us and tied us in. Tonight we recognize these gifts that you have given to us, Father. We know that they are available to us. And so, Jehovah, we say thank you because we are led and we are directed by you and you alone. Be magnified, be glorified, be exalted in the body of Christ. In Jesus' name. And the church would say, praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.